Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's time. For the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. You're not a dad unless you have multiple graphic tees with different dad slogans on them. Something like uh, uh, Notorious D.A.D. <laughs> parked right on the center. Right. To show that I'm a dad, but I'm still kind of cool. You're really cool. I'm still, you know, I'm mostly suburbs, but I'm still a little bit urban. And Steve listed 300 for that and was it just posted was it fresh because it, it obviously, may it, it may have been posted i i feel like it, it had been posted like within a day or two and you're the pro so you know that if Appreciate that thing had said listed that. weeks ago or two weeks ago oh, i'm offering you 25 dollars, <laughs> and you have to bring it to me take it or leave it my guess they're gonna leave it Live on tape from APS 3 point whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. I need to go back and listen to the time that you tried to play the intro. Oh, you know what? We should bring that back. On that piano keyboard that Annette brought home from her old job, we set it up. It was here for, I think, eight weeks, uh-huh. touched once. But I got to tell you, the one time it was touched, <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was amazing. Felt like pure magic. Ah, that was, uh, let's see, that was APS 3.1. Yeah, that was in that far corner. Yeah. Which is because again, then this became 3.2 over here, yeah. and then now we're in 4.0. Right. It is, uh, yeah, it's it's funny wa- walking around your house and saying, Hey, we recorded there, we recorded there. <laughs> yeah. It's like what a lot of young, cool couples talk about when right. they're like dating and stuff. Like, yeah. hey, remember when we did it there? <laughs> right. But you and I are like, Yeah, we recorded a podcast on the sun, on the three season room. We've we recorded a podcast on the deck. Yeah, yeah, deck cast was. How many times? We did that a couple times, right? A couple of times, yeah, yeah. We've recorded on both two of the three uh, eligible corners of your basement, Mm -hmm. and now a whole separate room in your basement. We're just really working our way way around your house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stay tuned for Forest Cast. Oh, I can't wait. Coming up as we... Yeah. Maybe we do a live stream podcast as you and I... Mm are renting that cherry picker or whatever. And to cut down the trees? To cut down those Boy, dead I, trees. I'd be lying if I said that that didn't come up within the last 24 hours. I was uh, hanging out with a buddy of mine last night, and I was like, what do you think about this? Because I've run it by everybody. Yeah. Unanimously, everyone thinks that it is a terrible decision. To take them down yourself? To take them down ourselves. Well, they don't know the I, sheer willpower of a man who is fully reconstructed... How many garage doors? 2.5? 3.5? Oh, God, no. I did the one at my old house, uh, the one at Annette's house, the one at Annette's house a half time, so we're at two and a half. I did both of the doors here, so it's three and a half, four and a half. And then I did your double door, which technically is uh, two doors. So yeah. that's, what, six, something, eight, So this 12? friend you're talking to clearly does not know the sheer willpower, and a lot of people would say ignorance, right. of Steve. When he puts his mind to something that doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. I so would argue you're not afraid of heights, right? I, I'm not as bad with them as it, it's, I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to put myself in my, in a pair of shoes where I was at. Okay. A hypothetically. Right hypothetically. Yeah. There are three trees. Yeah, sure. And a cherry picker. Mm-hmm. Roughly 50 feet off the ground. Mm -hmm. You're in said cherry picker Mm -hmm. right next to said trees. Mm -hmm. Hypothetically. Yeah. Are you afraid? 
You get a good probably look. Probably a little bit. You're going to get a good look into the birders' yard, though. Oh, a look, a look yeah. into their lives. Yeah, there's going to be a couple of pair of binoculars eyeballing, making yeah. sure we're not disturbing any endangered species. So, th- this is a chainsaw thing, correct? So you're going is up that, there with a chainsaw. Okay, yeah. so I'm not going I'm up not, with a chainsaw, and I'm I'm figuring cutting off about eight or ten feet at a time, mm-hmm. and hoping. See, I think it's a two person in the bucket job. Oh, you one, think so? One to run the chainsaw, and the other one to just kind of direct. Oh. <laughs> the the log to make sure it goes the correct way and doesn't to... and doesn't land on a fence or yeah um yeah anything like that. Then I hesitate to tell you my plan, hmm. which is to be on the ground holding my shirt out like a basket <laughs> to catch to catch the logs as they <laughs> fell. I still think that this is it's a possible thing. I just need to get Annette out of the house for a full day. Yeah. Like early on, because I got to run over to the rental place to pick up yeah. the cherry picker. I mean, if you, I'm sure if you pay a few extra bucks off the top, you could time it so that Annette's out the house by 930. Yeah. That cherry picker's dropped off at 10. Yeah. You know, you don't have to leave the house. So you're just back there with, uh, I'm guessing, you know, fingerless gloves on mm-hmm. and like a, a, a band tied around your head. So no sweat gets in your eyes when you're sure. 50 feet up yeah. in the air. Yeah. But uh, I because the way I look at it, I'm only going to have to be 50 feet up in the air for about 10 minutes. Cut the tops off those trees, lower it down to 40 feet. Cut another 10 feet off, right. lower it down to like 30. Once I'm down at 20 feet, 25 feet, I'm good because then I can just cut them off at the bottom and let them fall let over. Them fall. Yeah. I, I don't think I, – I, I'm struggling to understand why your friend or anybody – I can understand why Annette would not love this idea of um, – Husband of her or father of her kids, mm-hmm. fifty feet in the air with a yeah. chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. And no, I did not include you know, husband, lover, etc. In that, no, no, I mean, no. this it's is just a father. strict. Yeah, father being up fifty feet in the air thing for an extended uh-huh. period. Yeah, primary breadwinner. <laughs> right. I, I could I could understand this, that uh, lack of excitement, but yeah. your friend just saying no, 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 no. That seems ridiculous. To me, who I am the first, and I would say I am the first person to typically tell you your ideas are half-cocked or dumb, I think this is perfectly reasonable. All right. And if so, you're comfortable with heights at all. So are you in? Is that what you're saying? I'm absolutely in for tree cutting day. Okay. Maybe. I know what we could do. It could be a two-person job, one person in the bucket. So I'll, I'll be in, I'll take the, I'll take the bucket work. Okay. okay. I'll be up there. We're just going to get some ropes and I'm going to tie the rope around the section of the tree before I cut it. And you're just going to be on the ground pulling. So just directing okay. it in the right, in the right area. So huh. it doesn't fall back and land on me. Absolutely. It doesn't fall on the birder's fence or yeah, their uh, shed. Absolutely. And you only have, if I remember the location, there was only one of these that had a real danger of landing Somewhere else, correct? Oh, or no, all they, three of them could crush they? the neighbor's house pretty easily. Is this something, though, and, you, and you're a bit of a YouTube professional yourself with mm-hmm. the Second Chance Jeeps channel. How's mm-hmm. that coming? Good, Don't good. Don't care. Yep, okay. Seems rude. But you're out there. You know, you're a content creator. Has there been, would you be willing to consume, let's call it 20 minutes of content on suggestions of when you're doing this? I've seen, do you carve like the divot? one way at yeah, the bottom so of all the these notch, trees so that when it does notch, yeah. okay is that something you do for this so that you wouldn't have to worry about the birders okay so i think 25 minutes of youtube content <laughs> gets us to the happy to the sweet spot there then <laughs> yeah yeah so again i'm in you're in i'm in okay i think this is a totally acceptable idea Knowing the cost of what a tree cutting or tree removal company is going to charge you, mm-hmm. which is going to be exorbitant. And even if you, even if a net convinced you to say, hey, let's get some quotes. Let's get some people out here to talk about this. We've had the quote. We, we were force fed a quote by the birders. Remember? That's right. But that was an incorrect quote, you think, maybe? Or was that the same quote where? No, it, it was. It, they had gotten a quote to get their trees cut down and. There was a miscommunication because the birders had said, hey, how much to That's cut right. the three down in, in their yard, too? Yeah. And they said $150, which, I mean, for a tree as big as it was, it would have been a steal. Mm-hmm. So they came out. They cut down the three in their yard. They cut down one in our yard. 
So there were actually four originally. They cut down one, and then they were like, yeah, we're not doing those other three for 150 bucks." Somebody dropped the ball somewhere. There was some kind of yeah. miscommunication. So the birders took it upon themselves to say, all right, well, can you give them an estimate to cut those three trees down? And then they emailed or they dropped off an estimate at our house again that we didn't ask for that was it was between 1800 and 2000 dollars. so that's a lot of money it's insane yeah it now is. granted that was that was everything cut them down haul them away like there's no that's probably what you would want anyway there's no, right yeah there's no indication that those trees were still there except for a stump right, right um which, which yeah i would i would definitely want um because I remember when I had that massive tree in the backyard at my old house. And you cut it down. I didn't cut it down, but someone cut it down. He left. I, I was I was like scraping by. Yeah. I didn't have I didn't have a lot of money at the time. So I paid six hundred dollars for them just to cut it down and then leave. And it took me a week and a half of working every day after work for at least four or five hours with a chainsaw cutting it into smaller pieces, rolling those pieces into the back of my friend's truck that I was borrowing, driving to the local yard waste drop-off. But I wow. saved probably two grand. So at that time in my life... It was necessary. I was single, wasn't living with anybody at yeah. the time, obviously no kids. I would just go to work in the morning, come home, and then be like, all right, what am I going to do for the next eight to 10 hours before I go to bed. Yeah. I may as well chainsaw some trees. Yeah. I'll go load up the gas mm-hmm. can and dump it into the chainsaw four or five times. Yeah. And cut up this tree. And then, Oh man. And I can't say that I didn't like, I enjoyed it. You don't look, you can't look back on that fondly. I mean, I remember uh, looking back on it. The only fondness that I remember is just that sense of satisfaction of knowing that I saved like two grand. This is great. Yeah. Because I didn't have two grand to save. Nowadays, you would look back at that and say, wow, I, 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 I should say I would look back at that and say, boy, I wait, I used 25 hours of whatever. Now, granted, sure. like you said, you didn't have any obligations. The, yeah. Those hours, it was either going to be used doing that or sitting on the couch or doing something stupid right. yeah like hand down your pants or out at a bar or <laughs> right, doing yeah. something else yeah. right so this was i hesitate to call it productive uh <laughs> but at least it was something but, not damaging but man that was and that was a huge huge tree and that took me forever but i'd, I'd like to see this happen i want to do it what, oh, oh i know what we need to do need to get your wife involved mm-hmm. need to say you and Annette haven't haven't gotten together in a while. You've been so busy with yeah, right. with school and with work. Why don't you do a girls' day with uh, with Annette? I mean, girls' day, but you got to take all the kids with you too. So, so yeah, so so not enjoyable whatsoever. <laughs> right. We need them out of the house for. I'm going to say four hours. Well, I can tell you right now because those two trees are right next to each other. So I I go up high in the bucket one time, zoop zoop. I can get them both and just work my way down that tree. It's a good idea, right? I I, I think we're being a bit aggressive on the timeline. You don't think? Well, I, I, I think four hours from the time we have the cherry picker set up, that's going to take some, some, some work. Yeah. Because I have to like drive it into the backyard, back it up through the woods. It's a little yeah, bit of work. It's going to be a, it, and it is a, a bit of a tight spot, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ah. Ah. I mean, all good ideas end with ah, right? Maybe put that on the poll. I will, and I'm putting on the poll our very first poll today. Um, we're going to figure out some type of alternate. Uh, I believe poll voting is going bye-bye. On, I've seen that. Twitter. So I've seen that. I don't know what we're going to do, but this is such, for my purpose, an integral part of what we do here in terms of interaction. This, is this it? I don't know. I mean, listen. we I, Could this be it? We have two votes that say yes. So people are either paying already for Twitter or people can actually still vote in our polls. So yes, you can find those polls at Steve and Kyle. And and this is a bummer. I mean, I guess we could just do uh the A or B like we've done with 
Pole Badness. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's not the same. No, 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 no. Because then we're, I'm not counting those every week. I do this five weeks a year, and it's, uh, you know, I've accepted it. Mm-hmm. I've moved on. Uh, I deal with it. Mm-hmm. I am steadfastly not doing this every week, saying, you know, 63% of the people who wrote in agreed. No way. No way. So vote on those polls while you can on Twitter at Stephen Kyle. Yeah, before they go the way of the dodo. That's right. I we did not have time to talk about it last week, Steve. You had a big week. I did. You had a made you had a Did you add this on Facebook as a life event? You know I how did, you yeah, can put no. when you graduated high school, right. when you got married. Yeah. Can you do that right now? I would like Yeah, let me let me go let me go to my personal Facebook there and see if I can add that. That's not a bad idea. I think um, it's a great idea. Because much you, like you had I mean, the biggest event in your life. Mm-hmm. That's it. This past week, I finally got to break the seal. I finally got to pop my cherry for mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. Ooh, and the E Street Band. And the E Street Band. Which Yes. Now, this was not the first time I've had tickets to see Bruce Springsteen. The last time was uh, about seven years ago this week Mm -hmm. and was not able to attend. And turns out that in hindsight, he was not even touring with the E Street Band at that tour. Was that the... What tour was that? Oh boy, I don't remember. 2016. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, But I was able to finagle my way which everybody, every single person would agree, was a train wreck of a method yeah. to get tickets. With the Ticketmaster thing. Ticketmaster and Springsteen finally, finally saying, I'm done appeasing the common man. We're doing, and he was the very first big artist who adapted this dynamic pricing method, right? Right, so, so basically pricing... On demand, not on demand, but I mean, by demand, I guess. Yeah. The more demand, the higher the tickets are going to cost. So even working from home, I have, you know, they highlight sections that are available. I click one. I just click two. They go to my cart. They say, oops, another fan beat you to these. Mm-hmm. And then I'd click on two more and say the price has changed. Oops, another fan. I'd given up. Yeah. Okay. How, how long did that process go on? It took me almost 50 minutes. Hmm. And to the point where, I, like I said, I had given up, but I was still in the the lobby or the waiting, like the, right, where right. you can see the venue. Yeah. And I had the sections kind of turn dark blue, light blue, gray when they're gone mm-hmm. for, for, for two tickets. And I was I happened to be looking at the screen and somebody must have timed out or something. And I saw the section turn light blue, got two tickets in the cart immediately. You know, I had the payment method saved and everything and checked out and was able to get them okay. for... All things considered, what, uh, what a lot of the horror stories are saying, not overly. Do you mind saying what you paid? Yeah, for the ticket itself, or do you want all in? <laughs> I want to know what the ticket price was, yeah. and then I'll try to guess what. So this is two tickets. Two tickets, yeah. yeah. Okay. The The ticket itself, one ticket, was $99. Okay. I was going to say between $100 and $150 bucks yep. for the ticket. So you're at, so you're at $200. Just for tickets, mm-hmm. I mean, all in, it's got to be less than 400 right? It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I believe it was just over, I believe it was just over 300 That's not terrible. So over $100, over $50 per ticket in fees. Yep. Um, but anyway, to me, it did not matter. I bought these last July. It was more of a... Uh, set it and forget it situation mm-hmm. because again that was July yeah it was nine months ago something insane so um had had it all planned out and then wouldn't you know it Steve last week mm-hmm. guess what starts going around the old daycare oh okay so some uh covid or something the old stomach flu the old stomach flu great so I pick up Reed or, or Katie picks up Reed, something like that, on Thursday afternoon. 
says, yep, one girl, one of the little girls there went home sick, throwing up. I said, oh, boy, please, please don't do this. Mm-hmm. Please don't do this. Mm-hmm. Friday comes around. He begs you. He ends up asking for a sleepover. Read, read, I mean, sleepover at my mother-in-law's. Okay. So he's staying there, and it's all a haze to me. Katie went and went up, went over there to get him early Saturday morning, early Saturday morning, because... He was up all night, throwing up everywhere. Okay. Not great. So I I don't mean to be selfish, but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I've got four days to get, like, to avoid this. Yeah. Right? Because. you So you get a hotel room, right? This is nine say, months ticket purchase. You say, see you later. Right. Hitting, hitting the road for a couple days, yeah, for the boss. I'll be in Detroit if you need me for four days. Oh, hang on. By the way, I did just find uh, the life events, so I'm going to go ahead. Should I put this as a milestone and achievement, or an interest or activity? No, milestone and achievement, definitely. Yeah, yeah, milestone. Create, create. First Bruce Springsteen concert. Yeah. Do you, by the way, do you have any other life events listed or? No. Okay. So this is it. This is the one. Uh, I don't even know if my birth listed on there uh, for good reason. Mm -hmm. March 29, 2023. There it is. First Bruce Springsteen show added. Okay. So I'm a little nervous and in the back of my head, I already... I'm already on Ticketmaster's resale site mm-hmm. because I'm thinking it's going to fall through. It's going to. There's no chance I'm seeing Springsteen. I would have bought them from you if you had called me day of. You would have actually bought days. them and gone. Yeah, I would have bought them and gone. Wow. I mean, it would have been just an absolutely terrible second half of the week for me. Sure, but I would have done it. Yeah, because yeah, and, and you've seen him how many times? Don't know, six, seven, maybe. That would have been a real. Rub it in my face situation there. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't have gone and then had to see you go and well, uh, also because I would have lowballed you for the tickets. Yeah, yeah, I no, would have offered pennies on the dollar, yeah, and probably out of spite, I would have eaten the total loss <laughs> just so you couldn't go. I would have said, "I'll give you face value." Not my fault about the uh, and that honestly, that's all I would have asked. Yeah, I want face value, not my fault that your kid is sick. Yeah. Drink some more orange juice, Reed. Well, that didn't become a problem, Steve, because Reed was uh, outside of, you know, not eating much the next day on on Saturday, whatever. Uh, By Sunday, he was up and at him, Mm -hmm. doing great. We decided we're going to do some pizza for dinner on Sunday night, and we told him last time we do pizza, we're going to make pizza. Mm -hmm. So we bought all the ingredients, which, by the way, it makes all the sense in the world that people just buy pizza, because (laughs) once you buy all the ingredients, you've spent much more than if you had just bought a pizza. Yeah. So we make these pizzas. We eat. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Reed goes to bed. We're sitting down. Katie and I, we turn on. It's either an episode of Shrinking or the Ted Lab, whatever it oh, is. Fantastic. It's, it's two, really great. Two amazing shows. Right really now. great. Yeah. Are you all caught up on Shrinking? Have no, we're only them? like four through. <sighs> yeah. We, we, we mix our TV. We don't have a consistent TV viewing schedule. Yeah. And it is rough the way we watch them show. Yeah. Like, so there's a Netflix show that we watch that I think is just atrocious that you can tell when it came out because there's Christmas themed episodes coming up. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you're a bit behind. Yeah. So we're sitting there and I'm looking at Katie and I said, I just feel so full. That feeling where your stomach feels like it's all the way up your throat. Mm-hmm. And I said, Uh-oh. and I only had two pieces of pizza. Mm. Only. I know what's coming. And I'm sitting there, and finally it's about 10 o'clock, and I go lay in bed and doing okay. And then all of a sudden, my face gets flush. Uh-oh. My lips start tingling. Yep. That's the early warning system. And I am out of bed, into the bathroom, vomiting mm. heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, question, did you remember to take your shirt off? My shirt was off, yes! Steve. Yes. Yes. So much easier, right? 
I was colder than hell. Yeah, but cleanup was a breeze. Yeah. Now, so as you're running to the bathroom, are you are you pulling the shirt off? No. Or was the shirt already shirt off? Shirt was already okay, off. Okay, shirt was already off. Uh, huh? Huh? Maybe middle of the day or a theme park near Gurney, Illinois. And it wouldn't have been so cold. Right. But again, yeah, I'm sitting in was, my bathroom. This was summertime. Summertime in Illinois. It was a beautiful day. In a house that I keep at night, like 66 degrees. Okay, yeah. You're a cold sleeper. So I am cold in the bathroom with no shirt on, vomiting. And you know, they don't really warn it because there's nothing on this planet I despise more than vomiting. I just, sure. I yeah. hate the feeling of no, it. No I hate the it. way it makes me feel afterwards. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, just do it and it'll make you feel better. For me, I don't. I will mm, go through that. eight to ten hours of discomfort and displeasure to avoid it. To avoid really, it. see, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm like what you just said. You're gonna get out. Get I want to, I want to get it over with as quick as I can. I know how to do it. I just do like a couple of deep coughs. Yeah, <clears throat> that's all going. it takes, and it, and the the, the faucet <sighs> is open. Awful. So I throw up. Go back to bed. I'm now shivering. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, oh, this is great. It's all hitting now. It's all hitting. Mm-hmm. So go back to bed. 25, 30 minutes later, wake up, rip the covers off, mm-hmm. run back to the bathroom. At this point, I'm starting to feel bad because now I don't want to keep waking up Katie, who for all intents and purposes is fine. So I go to... I, Go in there, grab my pillow. I tell her I'm going to go. I'll sleep on the couch. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to keep waking you. And go try to sleep on the couch. I've got dogs. One dog who is now apparently so used to Katie and I sleeping in bed that she's now going back and forth between the bedroom and the couch and sitting at the foot and going and barking at me. Right. To go back to bed. Yep. So I get up one more time. Another visit to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Wow, so this wasn't a one and done. No. So I barely sleep. Like, I'm talking two hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. The alarm goes off. I finally, 6 o'clock, 6.15, I go back to bed for the 20 minutes before my alarm goes off. Stumble around, and I, Katie brings Reed to my parents for daycare that day, because Reed is fine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I don't want to, like I normally would, bring Reed to my parents and hand deliver whatever I have. To my parents. Yeah. Go to work for a few hours. Have to leave middle of the day because I'm, I cannot, like my, I can't keep my eyes open at this point. It's more fatigue than mm-hmm. anything. Thinking, okay, this is, uh, this is it. I need to get it out of here. Mm-hmm. I need to be done with this by technically yeah. Tuesday yeah. night yeah. because you got to power through, get it out of the system. I need to get it done by Tuesday night so I can be to the Springsteen show on Wednesday. Yeah. You got to do some kind of bodily cleanse. Yes. So I'm drinking, and it's so hard because vomiting dehydrates you. It's taking everything out of your system. I'm dying of thirst, Steve. Dying of thirst. Yeah. But uh, Katie keeps telling me, just take tiny, tiny sips. And I'm sitting there with this glass of water. I'm going, you know, like a little splash from the sink. And I'm just like savoring it. Like I'm that guy who got his leg stuck. In 127 hours. <laughs> right, right, right. had like eight milliliters of water to last them for five days. Monday comes and goes. I make it. Stomach feels like it's just twisted all day, but I think it's mm-hmm. half. There's nothing in there because yeah. I'm hungry. And Tuesday comes. I'm like, all right, back to work. Yep. Back to normal. Talking to Katie. I'm coming home from work early. No, officially passed it. Wait, are you actually, are you at a point where you're not working from the basement anymore? No, no, I was in the basement. Katie texts me. Oh, I got you. Oh, she texts I'm you. I'm coming home Uh-oh. early. Oh. So at this point, Uh-oh. I rip open Ticketmaster again because I don't want to put her in a spot Yeah. where I have to say, can I go to my first Springsteen show even if you feel bad? Now, I'm sure... I'm sure that she would have insisted that you go. I didn't even consider going alone. Right. I really didn't. It was either we yeah. were going to go. You give your old buddy honestly, a Honestly, you weren't even on the cards. I assumed yeah. you were a hard no because of the date. Yeah. It would have been very tough in the moment. Right. If you had, if you had called or texted like that day saying, hey, you want to go to this show? Last minute? Yeah. I would have 
I would have given it serious consideration. Yeah. I don't know if I would have gone through with it, but she gets yeah. she comes home a little early from work Tuesday, says, I'm just nauseous. I have not thrown up. Mm-hmm. It just my stomach doesn't feel right. I said, Okay, I understand. We'll make the call tonight. Yep. I've paid for parking. I've paid for these tickets. Like everything's set. How much how how in are you at this point? You said it was like three hundred for tickets. What's parking? Fifty yeah, just bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty uh, bucks. Yeah. Well, wow. that's if you followed anything uh, about Detroit when, what the Illich family promised when they built this little Caesars Arena for the Pistons mm-hmm. and the Red Wings and concerts, they promised to build a district of Detroit, restaurants and hotels and mm-hmm. all of this stuff, and it ended up being the world's biggest parking lot conglomerate. <laughs> so that's all they have. Yeah. And they now have an app where you pay for parking in advance. So I found one less than a quarter mile away for $20. That's And it was a garage. Fantastic. So, yeah. Not going to be any better than that. So the park, and it's all refundable, which is key. Like for me, I can get all this money back. You could probably make money off the tickets if you wanted. Maybe. You can see the market kind of downturn. So when I check this Tuesday, when she tells me that, that she's going to be coming home early, I immediately pull up the resale. And again, I don't want to make I'm not at this point. I would just be looking to get what I got out. Yeah, try, what and, I put try in. and make your money back. Yeah, if you can. And they were going for less than what I paid. Wow, a few bucks. That's surprising. But knowing, I think even Ticketmaster on the resale, if you were to buy them resale, you would then have to pay fees again. It's a real, it's a real circle jerk of yeah of uh, that's idiocy. Interesting. interesting. Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So she, I tell her, rest, we'll make the call tonight, take a nap, do whatever. Do not feel obligated. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like it, if you feel awful, we're not driving two and a half hours there, sitting for two and a half hours, driving two and a half hours back at, you know, midnight mm-hmm. in the dark. And then, you know, she was planning on working Thursday. So, uh, Although if you did, I could recommend a fantastic place to stop and barf along the way. There is a lovely pilot near exit 67 <laughs> on the way back from Detroit that if you need an emergency vomit, that's you, the place you to You just go. walk in there, take that shirt off, tell him Steve told you about the place. I never did ask you. Now, this is talking about our trip back from Boston where we consume nothing but beer and cannoli. <laughs> Yeah. So we, we on the drive back from that, I was driving. Steve was dead asleep. I oh, was, I was, I was, I was in a rough, a rough spot. Yeah. I could not like, you know, you can't get comfortable. It's car sleep. It yeah, is you what can't it get is. comfortable with a with a reclined seat. Yeah. Just, no. And I am doing everything in my power to not run us into a, a wall yep. or into the median. And all of a sudden, your seat goes <laughs> vertical almost like an ejection in an airplane that you see whoom, straight up back and you're like can we stop off i think i'm gonna be sick and it's surprising you had that foresight yeah because I usually, it wasn't immediate we were yeah. on the freeway yeah my my body usually gives me a good like five minute warning yeah and that, i know that's great that's great because it worked out we zipped off the highway into the very first parking lot you calmly walked in, yeah. and I never asked. I never even thought to ask. Did you take your shirt off? Of at the course. Gas a, look, that's that's like asking me if I, you know, wore shoes to work today. The answer is always going to be yes. It's just an amazing visual for me that you were in in the in the bathroom of this gas station, truck stop gas station. So I guess it's less. Uh, weird yeah. because it, you know these are places that have showers and stuff mm-hmm. for these uh, long haul truckers. But anyway, we, we digress. digress. So Katie wakes up from her nap, and I say, "How do you feel?" You know, she doesn't. She has like a piece of dry toast for dinner. At this point, I'm still planning on not going mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to make her feel pressured to have to go. Granted, is this the last time we'll ever see? Bruce and the full band in this iteration touring, maybe it's been at least a decade since the last one. Mm-hmm. She, nope, we're gonna go. She rallied. She rallied. Kudos and my infinite thanks. At this point, we're back on track, man. Mm-hmm. We're back on track. So, how are you feeling at this point? I'm okay. By Tuesday, uh, maybe not Tuesday. By Wednesday, I was 
eating normally, not I wasn't yeah. worried about what I was eating like I was on yep. Tuesday. I probably could have consumed like I would normally, you know, pop a handful of Skittles while eating a ding dong and then slug a Mountain Dew, you know, my normal breakfast. Sure, yeah, of course. Maybe a couple uh couple pop tarts, you know, the s'mores pop tarts. Yeah, because you want to be healthy. Right. And then I finish it off with just as many corn nuts as my mouth can hold. I mean, that's kind of the the perfect icing on the cake. Or like the cherry on top of every good breakfast is a mouthful of corn nuts. Tell me I'm wrong. No, listen, you're talking to the guy who, again, would pop them in as he's walking <laughs> around the kitchen. A lot of people chew gum. Mm-hmm. I'm ma corn nuts. Oh, look at that. I just refreshed Facebook. I see first Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> As a life event, I'm gonna go ahead and I don't give even, that give that the heart. I don't even have the birth of Reed on there. <laughs> so anyway, Wednesday comes, we end up leaving uh, on time, no hitches. We get over there uh, mm-hmm. early enough, around a little after five, uh, close to five thirty, and they say doors at six thirty. Mm-hmm. Show starts at seven thirty. Now I had checked in advance. He he takes the stage typically around seven forty five. Yeah, so. We looking around for a place to just grab a quick bite to eat. Mm-hmm. Nothing too serious. That takes a little while. No big deal. We're back at the arena, which we never moved within a tenth of a mile from it, looking for a restaurant. By seven oh five. Yeah. Okay. And what I walk into is the biggest cluster of security at an arena I've ever encountered in my life. Okay. Not good, huh? This is supposedly less than 25 minutes before the entire show starts. Not a good sign. There are thousands. I don't mean hundreds. Legitimate thousands at just the two entrances I can see on one side of the arena. And Bruce, he's not waiting. No, Bruce is not. The worst experience I ever had with this was when they had a concert in a back parking lot behind the arena in town here, the Van Andel Arena. Mm -hmm. And it was, boy, why can't I think of the, not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Who is it? The 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 lead musician, he passed away. Anyway, mm. he did not come. It was to see our uh, Wayland. Mm-hmm. They opened for a band and it ended yeah. up being a big to-do. The, ba- the main band wouldn't let them on the same stage. Oh, and yeah. They build. I, for, I forget. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forget who that band's yep. name was. They were a big band. But they waited until i think 9 30 yeah the sun it was summer the sun was down yeah before they took i was sitting on a curb contemplating going home <laughs> bruce 75 years old not happening he is uh yeah very much a schedule oriented yeah show there's look- no there's no opening act nope it is the show starts at this time that's what time the band walks out on stage yeah, and I looked back at about four shows to see the start time because mm-hmm. they're all listed on set list. The, there's a set list website. Found it, 745, 750, 745, 745. I said, that's it. Mm-hmm. We have about 35 minutes to get in there. Yeah. Okay? And it took about 50. So you missed? We missed two and a half songs. Okay. What songs did you miss? Ghosts. Which is a his lead single off of? Yeah, that's a uh, great song. It's really I love good. That song. It is really good. I do forget the second song I missed. We came in partway through "Letter to You." Oh, I like that a, one too. Which is a yeah, good song. Like, yeah. So I walk in and I immediately am trying to stop being Kyle because I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad. Which I mean, it's it's in your DNA to be you. So. <laughs> Nearly impossible. I'm trying to not be perturbed about what just happened. And Katie's more upset because there's it's I I wish I could describe to you how this was going. It was a mob. The the stupid arena doesn't even have automatic doors that stay open. So you've got one guy trying to hold a door with his foot while his him and his wife are going through the door. But all the doors aren't open. They've only got five um, like metal detectors and it's just going atrociously. So yeah. it's an awful, awful, awful experience. Well, I mean, in their defense, how could you possibly know how many tickets have been sold to the concert? There's no way to tell. <laughs> and honestly, it's probably partly my fault because we had a similar issue 
last year at the ballpark, which is owned by the same Mm -hmm. family, the Illich family, who runs the Tigers and the Red Wings, so both places, when we went and saw Elton John. And it was awful, Mm. awful, awful to get into the baseball stadium to see Elton John. And it took probably close to an hour. I just assumed it was different or better or, I don't know, not awful. Mm -hmm. So we missed two and a half songs and we're walking the concourse. Hear a pin drop. Because everybody's in at the start of the show. Yeah. Outside of the people behind me still waiting to get into the show. Right. And I'm sitting there. I'm walking. I'm telling Katie. I'm like, okay. This is aggravating. I go, do you want a drink? Do you have to go to the bathroom? Because right now is going to be... The ideal time. Yep, because it's dead, mm-hmm. and we've already missed two and a half. <laughs> right. Let's miss the extra half if that's what it needs to. If that's what needs to happen. But she says, nope. We go. We sit down. Hear the closing notes of uh, "Letter to You," and it took probably thirty seconds into the Promised Land. Grin on my face. You were back. And I'm I'm ready, man. Kyle's I am back. Digging it. I am it's just this is the last show on my bucket list. Yeah. The last artist for me mm-hmm. at age thirty six that over the years I, you know, have I've listened to so much and has shaped mm-hmm. my way of enjoying music that hearing an iconic song like that, I'm I'm grinning ear to ear. You're all in. My eyes are damp, Steve. <laughs> Because I finally get to see the man himself live in concert for the first time in my yep. life. And boy, was it a joy. Good. It was a joy. I loved it. I We had a little, uh, a very brief conversation, you and me and brother Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent you a follow-up text, I think, Thursday, like yeah. late morning. I just said, well, huh? Huh? How was it? We had a little back and forth. Yeah. Uh, you, Boy, you dropped a hot take that I was not expecting. Yeah, and um, I, I hate to do that. Because... That's fine. That's fine. I uh, look that uh, it was a comment about a particular song, which mm-hmm. um, I look. I, I was argue with the fan favorite. I respect your hot take. I will never agree with it. I love that song, and I've loved it forever. I will continue to love it, especially live. The, um, yeah, the very, very, very early boss, and by that I mean the first album, mm. is not my favorite. Okay, and him playing. A couple of songs from there were for me like, all right, let's get to the next one type mm-hmm. of moments. Yeah. Uh, I am of the era of Springsteen of Born to Run, mm-hmm. Born in the USA. Uh, we could throw, you know, Lucky Town, that whole era yep. right into the garbage. But then those mid two thousand, early 2000s to mid-teens mm-hmm. putting out yeah. tremendous music. And if mm-hmm. you're not a Bruce Springsteen fan, I beg you to revisit a lot of these albums from... Um, what the album was The Rising, correct? After nine yeah. eleven, yep. The album The Rising after nine eleven, Magic, Wrecking Ball, all three fantastic albums. Yeah, in the span of thirteen to fourteen years. So I still couldn't shake all of uh, my general nature, though, Steve. So I did know how long the encore was. Which bless your soul, Bruce, for not doing. I hope more artists go the way of abandoning the old encore, mm-hmm. which is. Let's act like we're all going to to the dressing room and then yeah. be our adoring fans beckon. Yeah. We got to get back out there yep. when everybody knows you're coming back out. Right. So Springsteen did their last song. They The band all came to the front. They took a bow. They all went right back to their spots and kept playing. <laughs> right. And they played what I knew at that point was a six or seven song encore. Jeez. I knew the second to last song and for, I knew that's when we're leaving. Yeah. We're leaving that second to last song to beat these other idiots out of the out of here. Because you're still Kyle. And I know I've got you two and a sti- half hours home. You still need to show people yep. what they're doing wrong and what you're doing right. Mm-hmm. He placed two of my favorites, Glory Days, Dancing in the Dark, back to back. Yeah. Like right, I look at Katie and I go, one more. And what was so what was the song that you skipped? Oh I boy, and it it's probably me being a bad. I'll see you in my dreams. Okay. I I I'm unfamiliar enough with yeah. it, and I knew I I'm okay missing it. Yep, I would have been out too. And it was an acoustic, mm-hmm. so the band's all gone. Half of that show is watching the 
16 other members that are with him, by the way. <laughs> Just shuffle in and out. Singing, dancing, playing, performing, outstanding stuff. Yeah. So they hit those opening notes of 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Mm. And he grabs the mic off the stand and he starts going into the crowd. Yeah. And about halfway through the song, and I look at Katie, I give her like the wheels up sign. <laughs> and we start walking. And it couldn't have worked better, Steve. Mm-hmm. We beat every idiot out of there. Good job. Every buffoon job. who was waiting to hear that last acoustic song. Mm-hmm. We beat him out of the parking garage. I flipped two double birds. I hit the freeway. <laughs> and we made it home in about two hours and 15 minutes. That's pretty good. Well ahead of schedule. What time did job you pull well into your driveway? 12.45. That's good. I beat Google, suck at Google, by 15 minutes. <laughs> That's a thing, right? That's not just me. No, that's everyone. You're beating Google Maps or Waze or whatever you use. Whatever you use. I look at that. uh, I look at that ETA and I think, yeah, yeah. Nice recommendation. Yeah. And I'll put that on the poll. If you're not trying to beat your navigation system, are you driving wrong? Because you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am thrilled. I'm thrilled that you got to go see him. I still need though. And, and, and. I re- I want to see one with you and Mike. That yeah. is that for me. That is the ultimate goal is to see Bruce and the E Street Band, and I don't care where, with the two Springsteen fans that I know mm-hmm. who have seen him and and enjoy yeah. him. You and Mike. So That's is there goal. is there anything that is remotely in this area over the summer that is a Friday night or a Saturday night? I don't think so. He right? is not visiting the state again. Right. This but year. I mean like Cleveland, he, I think he's doing Yeah, I was going to say Cleveland, Chicago, um, somewhere somewhere like that. So he is overseas. Or that, or that would be a, an easy flight. Right. He is overseas through July. And then I believe comes back and starts doing outdoor mm-hmm. stadiums in the United States yeah. in August. Um. When I had looked, when those went on sale, there was nothing Nothing. nearby. So let me, let me, as I have his website open here to try to pull up, because I still, for me, I want to make that happen. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'd love to. Again, I don't care if it's, this came, I would argue, not, not that close in. um, Wait, I know for a fact that there is a show. I think it's. in Wrigley. I think it's August, right? That he's in Philly. It's either July or August. Um, I'm pretty sure he's in Philly the night of August 18th. Is that correct? Let me see. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Wrigley. He's there August 9th. This is a Wednesday and Friday, August 11th at Mm. Wrigley Field. Okay. Philadelphia, August 16, which is a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. That's strange because I know a friend of mine said he got tickets for August 18th. And the 18th. Okay. Sorry. So he's doing the same thing as Wrigley. 16, 18. Two days. So, okay. And then he's doing Gillette Stadium on the August 24th and 26th. Mm-hmm. That's a Thursday and Saturday. So that August 11th. And Wrigley, huh? Listen, you don't need to You don't need to ask me multiple times. I could. I'm not I opposed. Would, I'm I would opposed. love to make that work. Uh, I'm assuming we missed out on... Open like ticket, yeah, go, sale date. But you know, we we waited out. We try to get one of those. Uh, oh, maybe the market crashes like it did for the show in Detroit. <laughs> Just hold out hope. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, that you. Fun. I'm glad that you got to experience it. Would Annette uh, share the joy with you? Has she been to a Springsteen show? No. You. I mean, to, I don't think. To I've, be fair, you've only gone to in the past decade. You've probably been to what? I think I've been. I don't even think I've been to a show since I've. Since I've known her. I was the same because um, the last time he was here was 2016 and you weren't going then. And no, I you went and to, I were still friends, but we weren't. We had. Was, yeah. There was a. We weren't going in 16. Yeah. I mean, and boy, the last time I saw him was. Philadelphia. At, was or, Wrigley. Wrigley or Pittsburgh. Man, I don't know. It's all either running, way. It's all running together. Either way. Probably 10 to 15, at least 10 years ago, yeah. closer to 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Annette. Would be cheering? Would she sing along? Would she be excited for you? I think she'd be excited for me. Um, I don't even know if she would. I'm not even sure if she would want to go. Man, bless Katie's heart. 
I don't think she cared one iota to be there. <laughs> not one Probably not. iota. And again, yeah. it, it you either love Bruce or you do not. There's mm-hmm. not a real middle ground no. on I'm okay with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, It's not that type of music that you can just be neutral on. Mm-hmm. It's not Tom Petty. I think Tom Petty you can be neutral Tom, on. Yeah, everybody likes Tom Petty. But Bruce Springsteen, much like Bob Dylan, you love or you just mm-hmm. cannot stand. So Katie went with me, and bless her heart, I don't think she cared. I don't think she enjoyed the music. She definitely did not know most of the music. And goes to show you, though, what a trooper. Didn't feel good. Yeah, especially since she didn't feel good. That's uh, outstanding stuff. That's oh. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm I, happy that, that that happened. And uh, you finally got to experience it. We've got a few things that, well, did we want to get to this today? He, we, we've put him on the back burner a couple of times. Did you want to do it? Did you want to ripcord that again? We have the next in line for who has listened to somehow, against all better judgment, all of our content. Huh. Sounds so. And on the docket for this go around is our friend Casey James. Did we want to talk to Casey this week? I've had Casey on hold for three weeks now. Well, I mean, look, if he's been on hold for three, he can be on hold for four. Okay, because we have to talk about, we have done a, even in terms of this podcast, a horrific job of something. Uh Horrific. By the way, there are tickets available. For Wrigley? Yeah, on StubHub. Okay. 81 bucks, 89 bucks. I mean. I mean, they're they're the worst possible seats in the place. (laughs) What if, what if we went into like the 125, 120-ish, a little uh, over 100? Is there anything there that uh, where I'm not, you know, like the guy two rows in front of me holding a pair of binoculars? Uh, okay. I don't know. We're still in the 400 section. Boy, a lot of seats upstairs. A lot of seats upstairs. Seems like those went hot, huh? Uh, boy, the prices just keep getting... Keep getting higher. Isn't there a way that I can sort like by? You could probably filter by section or by price. Yeah, this is great though. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna look oh, into yeah. this. Down in section seven, row six, four hundred seventy-two dollars. That's for like four tickets. That's for a ticket. Oh no, it says one to three tickets. Oh no, each. So yeah, it's gonna be each. each. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe we can find a middle ground between eighty, where we're sitting on the green monster, mm-hmm. and. 472 where we're licking Bruce's toads. Right. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately, the Green Monster is in Boston. That's right. I'm sorry. The, the, so the, the, uh, the, the, the that would there. Be, that would be a bad seat if Boy, we were by Boston if we were at Fenway for the Wrigley show. What is the wall called in Wrigley? Why am I struggling to think? Is I don't it, know. It's like the Green the Ivy. I, the Green yeah. Wall. The Green Monster. No. Nope. Still not. You're thinking, of, are you thinking of the bleacher creatures out there and... Uh, out there in the outfield? I, I must be. I must be thinking of the purple eater, purple people eater. <laughs> but again, we have done a horrific job right, of talking jump, about this. I'm going to jump up to section one. Oh, down to 266. Because coming up, down, down, section two, as it stands, 208. this Friday, we yes. are supposed to be. What do you mean we're supposed to be? We are going to be. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm up at the air. You're not sure if we've done a horrific job of planning this and promoting this at all. Yeah. And that is, that falls on both of us. It's been lost in the in the, the uh, pull badness tournament. But this Friday, Fulton Street Pub and Grill. It's Oof. good Friday. It's the day before the side gig live at night show. It is. It's two days before. That old bearded man is going to strap that jetpack on his back and launch himself out of a cave. Fly right out of that cave. Push that rock out of the way. Boom. Going to lose a sandal on the way out from flying so fast. Mm-hmm. The Good Friday Steve and Kyle podcast karaoke fest. First ever, maybe last, taking place this mm. Friday, Fulton Street Pub and Grill. We have the time slotted for about 8 to 11 p.m. We're yeah. planning on getting there around 8 I do not know what it's going to be like. It could be super busy. Yeah. It could be dead. 
We do not have reserved seating as it stands. Nope. I don't even know what this venue looks like. I've never been there. Looks like uh, looks like a bar. But is there standing room? Like if people want to, can we? You know, sure. is there get? Eight to eleven. Come have a few drinks. We have not done this in many years. The last time we even had a a get together was must have been Van Wert, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's yeah five years five ago. years ago this month it was Van Wert. So come on out if you're in town. If you live in town, perfect, easy enough. Throw the kids in the room. Throw a lock on the door. Come mm-hmm. on out for a few drinks. Sing a few tunes. Head back home. Unlock the door. Clean the walls of the poop. You're all back to normal. If you're coming in town for the side gig live at night show and you need a place to stay, our friend Timmy has apparently the world's largest suite. (laughs) Yeah. He's got it for the full weekend too, right? It's ridiculous. If not, let us know. Uh, We can put you in contact with him as well. Yeah. Um, We would love to see a group of people out there. The the event is on Facebook. The the details are there. We'll be there around 8 o'clock. I put 11 p.m. We'll see how it's going. Steve and I might bail around 9.15, maybe 9. We uh, come with your singing voice. I've never done this. I'm I'm nervous. I'm terrified. I don't know if I'm going really? to sing. I don't know if I'm oh. going to do it. So you're telling me that if I'm up there belting out the lyrics to what? what's your favorite Springsteen song? Oh, you're really putting me on I the mean, spot I mean, you there. just said that you love uh, The Promised Land. I, I Promised Land, Badlands, but, you know, if I'm going to be a real sucker for the single mm. i really like the downbound train oh, born in the okay. usa okay um so if i'm up there belting out the lyrics oh man and there's a I'm, let's see i'm blanking on the song but i say there's like a musical you know a guitar solo or mm-hmm, something that's mm-hmm. screeching on for 15 20 seconds and i say let's get my buddy kyle up here to finish this one out with me mm-hmm. you're not coming up because then I'm going to look like a horse's ass. No, I'll come up. I have no, to no, come up. I yeah. couldn't leave you hanging like that. I could not do that. And here's what I will promise. I have every intention of shutting our event down. You would doing a duet with you. Yeah. Now, I don't think we formally announced it. There's no need to. You'll If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you should know what it is. If not, you'll find out when you're there. Mm-hmm. That'll be the last thing I do is I drop the microphone and walk towards the door to my car. Um and go home again. That'll be nine to nine fifteen. Mm. Is the plan? Mm-hmm. Please come out Fulton Street Pub and Grill this Friday, April seventh, for the Good Friday Stephen Kyle Podcast Karaoke Fest. If this thing is, if we enjoy this, which we we mm. never don't. I have no doubt that we will not enjoy it. Yeah, we I have no doubt that we no will. Is that a double negative? I have we'll, doubt. No, yeah, so that means that we will enjoy it. Yeah, because I have no, no doubt. doubt that we won't enjoy it. Those two negatives cancel each other. Yeah. yeah, We'll enjoy it. Thank you for working through that. If this turns out to be something like I've always been nervous leading up to these things we've done, whether it's the Boston trip, whether it's the trip to Van Wert. Yeah. One that it's once people see, it's just you and me. Yeah. They don't care. (laughs) Nor should they. But are are you um, like, are you already thinking, oh man, what am I going to wear? Oh no, God, no. I don't want to, I don't want to have a stupid shirt on. No. What if my pants aren't ironed? <laughs> no, I don't you care gonna about iron that. your jeans for this? Yeah. I'm definitely going to bust out the, uh, the iron for the denim, the denim iron. <laughs> Do you have a separate iron for the denim? Oh, absolutely. I'll put that on the pool. If you don't, you're not doing, uh, laundry correctly. Yeah. But yes, come on out. I always get nervous about these things, but then once we're there doing them, I They're love every second. Yeah, I'm it's not. So I'm fun. not worried about this because um, worst case scenario, no one shows up. Mm-hmm. We sit there, have a couple drinks, mm-hmm. and then never speak of it again. Well, we know a few people are coming. We know our friend Chris Pruitt's making the trip. Chris Pruitt is. We yeah. know Timmy's planning Timmy, on being course, there. Timmy will be there. Uh, I could tell Timmy. Timmy, I'm showing up to. Uh, I'm having a big event tomorrow for taking my garbage down to the curb. Yep. And he would be there. With a with a, probably a bell on and a novelty shirt. Yeah. He'd get a hotel room for it. I love it. I love it. Again, those details on Facebook. We will uh, shoot another reminder out probably midweek mm-hmm. on that, uh, on all of our social media accounts. So keep your eyes out if you're up in the air. Uh, please do come out. We'd love to see everybody yeah. there. And because, again, it's, it'll be five years before we do it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we have uh, we're kind of up against it here. Yeah. We got a hard out, but we need to get to the latest round of the 2023 Pole Badness Tournament. So please get us up to speed. Here we go. Here we go. If you want to be the best, you've got to be a fighter. You've got to show desire. Try to suck at YouTube. Today's the day, Steve. We are getting from the excessive eight down to the foolish four. It is a big week. Mm-hmm. The final matchup in the patently absurd division. The number eight seed, Cinderella herself. The Steve bracket, I guess we can call it, is the number eight seed is Chainsaw Steve, the ultimate nemesis of Earthman. Now, this eight seed has had to beat a number one seed and a number five seed to get to the excessive eight to take on the number six seed. Is Steve's murder jeep tinted with the blood of the innocent? And I don't want to burst any bubbles, Steve. There were no real nail biters in this round. Mm. Steam rolls all the way around. Moving on to the foolish four from the patently absurd division is Steve's murder jeep tinted with the blood of the innocent with 84% of the vote. Moving on. That'll be taking on the winner of the what the division. The excessive eight matchup there. The last remaining number one seed is the only way to fix your Billy Rubens by collecting by correcting your Jimmy Patty mouth, which for my money is very possibly the best poll we have ever put out. And I'm saying not this year, not in this bracket. Of all time. Of all time. Bold statement. I I think it has everything it needs. Yeah. I mean, we got championship trophies behind Mm -hmm. us right now, and you're still making that statement. Now it's taking on another mini Cinderella. The number six seed is Kyle just a bag of used parts. Would love for that one to win. Everybody. Moving on to the Foolish Four. With 92 (laughs) damn percent of the vote. (laughs) Is Kyle just a bag of used parts? (laughs) The largest win percentage, I believe, in tournament history. Very nice. Well done, people. Defeating... Last week, Kyle just a bag of used parts winning with 89% of the vote. <laughs> so, I mean, l- listen. They knew the mission. They knew the mission. This thing is a number six seed, Steve. Has won, has uh, beat a number three seed with 86% of the vote. It beat the number two seed with 89% of the vote. Oof. Did not rest just, on its laurels. Just steamrolling through. It beat the number one seed. I love it. 92% oh, amazing. of the vote. I am uh, perturbed at everybody who listens to this podcast. <laughs> so that is the Foolish Four. Mm. One of you or I will be making the Tiresome Two, Steve. Again, that, final fo- that first Foolish Four matchup is Steve's murder jeep tinted with the blood of the innocent taking on is Kyle just a bag of used parts? That'll be uh, that poll will be up uh, early this week, so please do vote. Yeah, yeah. By the time you're listening to this podcast, that will be able to be voted on at uh, at Stephen Kyle at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. Yep. Moving over to the Asinine Division, the Foolish Four matchup. The number four seed, the number four seed. Should Steve make the union workers refer to him as Big Bacon Steve or Papa Benjamins? Mm-hmm. Took on the number two seed is Captain Hatchet, the crazed fire captain with a hook for a hand and umbrella for a foot, a good horror icon. And I think that thing, I also think that had everything it needed to be an all-timer. That one's good. And much like the last one that I considered an all-timer, it's going down in defeat. With 56% of the vote, should Steve make the union workers refer to him as Big Bacon Steve or Papa Benjamins, is moving on to the Foolish Four. Hard to deny that that would look nice on a trophy. That'll be taking on the winner of this last excessive eight matchup in the Are They Serious division. The number one seed does Dick Head, the owner of Dick Head Appliances, flick his cigarette at a baby, taking on the last bastion of Cinderella's slippers hope. The number seven seed should Evelyn seek emancipation after getting a coaster as a gift from Steve. With 59% of the vote, there's still life. 
in our very last overall number one seed does Dickhead. Wow. The owner of Dickhead Appliances flick his cigarette at a baby. That'll be taken on the number four seed. Should Steve make the union workers refer to him as Big Bacon Steve or Papa Benjamin's? Those are your two Foolish Four matchups. Voting this week at Steve and Kyle on Twitter to determine the tiresome two and your third ever poll and maybe last ever poll badness champion. You think? Well, if we can't get polls up. Yeah, it's true. It's going to be. I don't want. I also wonder if we could get polls up, but then nobody can vote on them. Is that just like us screaming into the void? (laughs) Right. More so than we already are. Because God knows none of our listeners are verified. And I please don't. If you're contemplating paying the eight dollars, just give it to us. Just pay us eight dollars a month, like Billy Stacks does, and like uh, uh, I forget who the other donator is. Oh, it's Trevor. Trevor, that's right. Trevor in Nashville. Trevor not in Nashville. Dixon slash Burns. Just give us the eight dollars. We'll verify you as a verified fan. Yeah, it's like our own Patreon. That's right. But we take all of it, and we don't give you anything extra. No, no, no. There's no perks whatsoever. Absolutely nothing in it for you. Our apologies to Casey James next give us week, money. though. Just give us money. Just please pay us. <laughs> Casey James next week. Can can we can we firmly say next week? Of course. Casey James, you're on the clock. It's written in with pen. That's right. On not, a computer. Not, not just pencil. Yeah, this is a computer pen. Love it. We will talk to you all next week. Again, the poll is posted at Stephen Kyle on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We will see you Friday night. Yes. At the Karaoke Fest. Fulton Street Pub and Grill, 8 p.m. Be there. Be there, be there, be there.